Hey everybody, David Heavener here. Welcome to Underground, David Heavener Live. We go underground. What does that mean? We unplug from all the platforms that we that censor us and tell us, eh, 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 you can't say that. Smack us on the hand and send us home to mama. Ain't gonna happen here. We're gonna talk about what God wants to talk about. Um, anyway, I'm so glad you're here with me. My guest uh, is Bill Redman. We have uh, Pastor Mike uh, Spalding with us in the house, and we have we got a whole bunch of people that's uh, showing up here. Um, if you guys have something you would like to say, a question you'd like to ask, it doesn't have to be pertaining to politics or anything we've talked about, or it could be. Maybe you've got a question uh, for Bill. Um, feel free. Just raise your hand. Rhonda Wilson raised her hand, Sunshine. Let's take Rhonda first. Rhonda, are you there? Rhonda, are you yeah, I was here, but I didn't mean to raise my hand. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all right. Well, since you're there, do you have something you want to say? That I'm just, my, my granddaughter's listened to her music, so I'll let y'all talk. <laughs> well, uh, Rhonda, are you going to vote for me for governor of California? Last of yeah. Okay. Then... I'm glad you raised your hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. All right. So in a heartbeat. In a heart. Thank you. You're sweet. Thank you. I got one vote. One vote. Okay, Sunshine. You with us? Of course I'm with you. And that's just not fair because I don't live in California anymore. <laughs> but but um, I, can, I can mail in my vote. I understand they do voter fraud. So maybe I can sneak that vote in there for you. Okay. <laughs> just, All right. Gotcha. Um, I would have voted for, I, I, I would have, I've been promoting, by the way, Larry, Larry Elder. And then you come and say that you're going to go ahead and, and run for yeah. office. Thank no, you, Jay. No, 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 please, <laughs> please. I, I support Larry Elder. Go, go, I, I wouldn't want to take that away from him. So Thank you, I, because I've already sent invitations to his, to his uh, after party or whatever you want to call it, congratulations party that he sent me, because I was on, okay. his, on his thing. I sent it to other people out there. I sent uh, one to Krista, as a matter of fact. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, let me tell you the question I have because I know yeah. you're okay. I have a question for your guest, John Redman. John, I'm working uh, with Bill. Uh, Bill, or Bill, I'm sorry, Bill. It's it says John right here. Okay. Well, it's Bill. It's it's yeah. Bill. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is Sunshine. How are you? Um, I'm working with Pastor Neil Peterson, who is who is now running for governor in Ohio, and he is an amazing guy. He is literally God, family, country in that order. And he will get right up there and tell you that. So um, with everything that you shared tonight, I was wondering if there's a chance that maybe I could have him talk with you sometime. A absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, um, so tell me how to make that happen so that I can get off here and other people can ask you questions. Sure. Okay, well, well yeah. Go, go ahead, David. Uh, yeah, I didn't want you to give out a personal number. Um, Thank you. But will you stay here after the chat, uh, Bill, and because, sure. yeah, we'll be off the air at that point. Uh, so, Sunshine, yeah, he'll hang out to chat, and then you guys can chat, and he can give you some information. Thank you, David. I appreciate uh, that. You're welcome. Thank you, God Sunshine. Bless you. And I would vote for you in a heartbeat. <laughs> Thanks. You're sweet. Thank you. Uh, I think I'll run for something else. I, I will run for something, not from something. Maybe I'll run for dog catcher or something. I'll try to catch those dogs that are sniffing the COVID people in Miami. Uh, okay, so um, uh, Pastor Spalding, are you with us? I'm here, David. Okay, I want to give you a chance to say something you can't say on YouTube. Uh, not that you're going to, but you're free to 
to make a comment. Not, not that what you would say you wouldn't say on other platforms, but um, is there some advice you can give uh, uh, people that have, I've, I've had them come up to me and say, David, my, my pastor, I go to church and he will not talk about politics. He will not talk about, it's hard to get him to talk about abortion. So what can you tell someone out there listening that goes to a church and, and they want to talk to their pastors? First of all, should they talk to their pastor? And if they, about these things, and if they should, what should they say? Yeah, so yes, first question is, or answer is yes, they should talk to their pastor. How they approach that is going to be key to the success that they might see. So they can't, they can't approach it in a confrontational manner. They can't approach it as an either or. They can't approach it, do this or we're gone. They can't, if you approach it that way, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be shut down. Okay. So you'll have to approach it within a context or, or within a manner uh, of saying, listen, I've been giving some thought about what's going on in our nation today and in the world today. And I see so many applicate the scripture teaches and there's so many applications uh, from the scriptures that explain what's happening today. Do, do you think that it might be possible for you to begin making those connections between, you know, whatever they're teaching. Now, you know my style, David. I teach book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Right. And it's it's very, very, very easy to make application and talk about the implication. So what's our moral responsibility? The Bible says this and teaches this. So what is our moral responsibility as a result of what the Bible says? That is a very easy bridge to cross to make to make application to the events that are going on. So the pastor can very easily talk about things that are going on in our nation from a scriptural perspective. And don't you think all pastors should be doing that anyway? Shouldn't their, their litmus, shouldn't the glasses they're wearing be the, be the scriptures to evaluate and critique everything that's happening today? So it can be done if it's done in the right manner. Amen, brother. Well said. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, Bill, um, should a pastor run for politics while he's still in the pulpit? Uh, we talked about, and he's my friend. I, I preached at his church and did an event there. Uh, pastor Neil, he's been on the show. Uh, he's in the pulpit, and he's, <laughs> he announced he was running for governor the day I was preaching at his church, which yeah, I, know, I didn't know he was going to do that. But um, and I'm not talking about him, okay? But, but he happens to be somebody that comes to mind. Should a pastor who is in the pulpit actively run for a political office? Okay, so the, the, the short answer is I did. Uh, I, uh, I preached all the way up till the uh, Sunday before I was uh, uh, sworn into office. I think every pastor should speak to first his spouse, and uh, work out things there and then move towards the, uh, uh, the church leadership uh, with the same kind of careful attitude, uh, humble, as uh, uh, Pastor uh, Spalding had, had mentioned um, earlier. And um, uh, so, I mean, I, I served with physicians that were OBGYNs that went home on the weekends and delivered babies. And so... Uh, there, it, 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 it's discriminatory. It is not illegal. It is not unethical. 
if the preacher were to begin to abuse the pulpit, then the leadership should hold him into accountability and, and he should stand down. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, uh, the chat right here, and I'm seeing things like the pastor is not allowed to speak if they're a nonprofit, uh, and yes, because of 501c uh, tax status. I just want to share with, with those that have, that have uh, blogged that, that that actually is not true. Uh, we've been led to believe that that is true, and we've repeated that. Um, and in fact, there's uh, something similar to a class action suit against the 501c3, or, or against the IRS regarding 501c3. And uh, IRS has had multiple times to sue over 501c3, and they refuse to because if they, refuse, if, if they do sue the pastors, it'll go to the Supreme Court, the Johnson Amendment will be struck down, and it'll be found yeah. unconstitutional. Yeah. But even yeah. under 501c3, there's a clause that says a de minimis amount can be used for political. So if a pastor says some, three minutes of something political in a sermon, that is such a small amount of the entire ministry of the church that it falls under de minimis. Yeah, so, so what is... Yeah. I'm sorry, Bill. No, go uh, ahead. What is abuse in the pulpit? And you say as long as a pastor is not abusing the pulpit, at what point, where do you draw the line where there's abuse in the pulpit? I, I think that if a pastor is sticking with the Scripture and identifying that the, that the number one reason why pastors are not and churches are not engaged in politics as they should be has nothing to do with the 501c3. It has to do with five generations of bad theology that was passed on to our generation. And it's okay. that bad theology that a pastor can stand in the pulpit and biblically refute that bad theology that came from atheists that rejected God. <laughs> So why, why would we as the people of Jesus be listening to atheists who rejected God as our basis for silence? Absolutely. It makes no sense. No, no, absolutely. Again, I want to, um, to invite you guys, if you want to raise your hand, uh, we got chat on tonight. We got a new feature here, guys, girls, um, where we can communicate with each other through the written word. Um, if you have a question uh, for me or for anyone, or something you'd just like to say, uh, it doesn't have to be on this topic we're talking about, go ahead and raise your hand. We got a full house tonight. Okay, so Sunshine, raise your hand again, Sunshine. Yeah, go figure. Um, <laughs> I just have, I have another question, and it's regarding the topic that you're talking about. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, it's regarding the topic of, 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 of politics. Um, when it comes to Bill's... Um, Thing that he teaches just because I don't know and I'm working with a man who is dealing with a grassroots campaign is there a fee for this that you the, what you teach there, there is a cost uh, for the campaign training and it's all there at the website and it currently there's a special that's being run but I don't handle the business side I handle the teaching side but I do know that that it's on sale at this particular point yeah. Okay, and so I could set up a look. We can talk about this later because I don't want to take everybody. Yeah. Well, well, Sunshine, one thing that I want to say is that I have seen Christians waste tens of thousands of dollars because they do not know how to campaign. The, the cost of the training is so small 
compared to the tens of thousands that Christians will waste because they list they listen to uh, consultants or they follow the practices of other politicians that lost. That's and why so, I want to set you up right away with talking with him since it's just yeah. now early on, and that's what we can talk about. Here. Yeah, yeah. I want okay, you guys to chat, chat. Yeah, chat. Thank you, Sunshine. You're uh, you know, Bill, something comes to mind, um, which I need to ask you about. We have a few minutes. Uh, I mean, where I sit right now, I take a lot of hits. I mean, you know, uh, I have to be pretty thick skinned. So, I mean, I, you know, if somebody comes against me, I'm, I'm used to it. I say, hey, here's a quarter, call someone who cares. Um, but when you get into politics, you've got to have thick skin. I mean, I, my, my wife says to me, wow, can you believe they said that about you? Or can you believe they're doing that? I go, it's honey spark. So people that want to get into politics to be loved, uh, that's not really the right reason, is it? As a matter of fact, you may not be loved uh, by, by a very large group of people, especially if you stand on God's word. What say you on that? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, Pastor Spaulding would agree with this, that, you know, you, if you're going to be a pastor, you've got to have thick skin. <laughs> Because every Sunday, somebody's going to disagree with something right. that you say in your sermon. People leave, they come, they go, and uh, they vote with right. their feet, their offerings and whatnot. And so right. and any, anybody, any, any pastor that is worth his salt already has tough skin. And, and, you know, shortly after I was elected, Newt Gingrich turned to me and he says, you've only been here about a month. Where did you learn your, where did you get your political savvy from? And I asked him, I said, have you ever been to an elders meeting? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, you, you summed it up, brother. That's about it right there. No, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, if you've been, if you've been work, I mean, churches are political. Politics is the discussion of how we will order our lives together. Whether it's a small congregation or it's the size of the nation, it's the discussion as to how we order our lives together. And we need to recapture that vision of what politics is supposed to be, not all of the dirty paint that has been painted on it. it yeah. It's a godly calling, um, and, um, and, and that's why we want, to, we want to serve men and women that want to go into that place. All authority in heaven and earth is, belongs to Jesus, especially political authority. Bill, how old do you have to be to run for office? What's the age? It depends on the state. Um, I, I know of a, a state representative in West Virginia. She ran when she was 17 in high school, and um, uh, she wasn't old enough to vote for herself in the primary. And then when the, the general election came along, she was able to uh, uh, vote for herself. And when it came time for her to be sworn in, she was old enough at the age of 18. So it, go, it depends on the office and it depends on the state. You know what I'm missing? I'm missing where are the young people? I'm talking about every time I see a politician, they're usually at best in their late 20s, early 30s. Where are the young people that are, like you said, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22? It's almost like, is it because the system doesn't want to let them in? Is it because they're not well educated? Bill, we got to get to the young people. They're Absolutely. our future. Right. Ab 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 absolutely. And uh, I, I recently gave a lecture on how to raise uh, uh, conservative uh, children. And, um, and, and we're not doing it. We're, we're, we're not doing it. One of the things that we do have, David, is that anybody that is of college age, and actually I believe it goes for under 30, 
any candidate under 30 that they can get our training at half off because we know they're probably having to pay on a student loan and, yeah. and other things like that. And we want to encourage younger people. So if you have, if there's anybody online right now, if there's anybody they know of a young man or a young woman that wants to run, put them in touch with us. We'll get them the scholarship and, and they'll get the training program at half off. Man, that's so amazing. Bill, I want to thank you so much. Um, your blessing. Um, all you guys, we have a full house tonight. Um, thank you, Pastor Spaulding. Thank you, Sunshine, Rhonda, and everyone that uh, raised their hand. Guys, listen to me. Uh, uh, politics is kind of like taking your fingers and running across a blackboard. It's something that just kind of watching somebody file their fingers, fingernails. Uh, but we can't look at it like that. It's the devil's way of turning Christians away from, uh, from politics. We need to pray that God puts the right people in, but we need to pray that they know how to get in and they know what to do whenever they do get in. So I just want to thank you guys for being with me tonight. We are out of time. Um, so hang around the chat. You're going to be, be able to talk back and forth. And uh, uh, Bill, thank you for being with us. And guys, yeah. I love you. God bless you. David.